You're listening to The Green Country, a fantasy storytelling podcast where each episode introduces a new character, creature, or facet of this fantastical land. These stories follow the course of Queen Alyssa's centennial tour of her kingdom. Every 100 years, the long-lived monarch travels throughout her overgrown forest realm, meeting its inhabitants and seeing its sights. Join me each week as we explore a new and fascinating aspect of this lush, expansive world. You can learn more at www.thegreen.country, and I invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Thanks for listening. Hunter's Repose Orthello squinted out into the silent fog from his concealed vantage. He had been stalking the misty moorlands all morning. There, in a makeshift hunting stand, consisting of gathered branches and moldering vines, he considered his present situation. He had been hunting the elk for nearly a week now. Following closely on the trail of the creature, he had been moving steadily away from his home, which lay south of Downvale, on the outskirts of the town of Minspirit. His years of experience told him that he was nearing that juncture at which further time invested in this hunt would be wasted. Even if he were to bag the elk, the days lost would far outweigh the time he could have spent poaching smaller game. In the quiet of that misty morning, he exhaled a plume of vapor into the chill, damp air and made his decision. He would stalk the elk for one day more and then turn back towards home, empty-handed or not. He had a dull ache in his bones that sat on the border of his consciousness, a background hum of discomfort. He had been outside all night and the day before, looking out Over the still grasses and trees, half obscured by the gloom, he sighed and stood, his legs voicing their complaint at being roused to movement. He would be of little use without some warm food in his belly, and the chance to rekindle his spirits near the blaze of a hearth called to him. He was not far from Mogwain, a little town nestled in the arms of the low wooded hills through which he now traipsed. He would get some breakfast at the inn there, and then return to the hunt. He soon found his way to the road which led towards the village, and passed a scant few folks on his way. Though the sun had risen higher, a mist still clung to the village, and the sounds of its inhabitants were muted. He spied the inn, the acorn tavern, and pushed open the door to enter its cozy interior. A fire blazed in the large hearth at the far end of the wide dining room, and hanging lanterns gave the place an inviting look, an effect enhanced by the murkiness of the present day. He approached the bar where a kind-looking elfin woman stood, organizing dishware and cutlery for the day ahead. She had a plain face that was made beautiful by all that made her herself. She looked up, having missed his silent entrance into the establishment, and regarded him with a gentle surprise. "'I'd like some breakfast,' said Orthello, 
in his low, quiet voice. Certainly, replied the woman, quickly compensating for her reaction to the new patron. How about something to warm you up? she asked, already knowing his answer. He nodded, anticipating the comfort of a warm beverage. Take a seat. I'll be right back. She had run the acorn for many years and could glean much information from a quick glance at someone. The hulking barswall who stood before her smelled of the cold, campfires, and the forest. To identify this man as a hunter, however, would be easy for even a child. Slung across his back lay an immense crossbow, and his leather cuirass was festooned with the pelts of countless mammals. She made her way into the kitchen, where a large pot of spiced cider gently simmered. She gave the brew a stir with a wooden spoon, and then ladled some into a heavy clay mug. Emerging from the kitchen, she presented Orthello with a steaming vessel, which he gladly accepted. The mug looked like a child's cup in his giant weathered hands. He raised the steaming brew to his lips with a daintiness that belied his massive form, and took a long, slow sip. He exhaled contentedly, warmth blooming within his core. I've some venison and beetroot stew I could heat up for you. How does that sound? Sounds good, he replied simply. His accent, though not thick, was certainly noticeable. The woman, whose name was Wren, deduced he had likely lived in the green country for a long while. Barswall were not native to the lands of the green country, nor to the continent. In truth, she knew little about Orthello's people, other than that they came from lands far away across the sea. And, of course, the stories and rumors of their gruff fierceness and propensity towards bloodshed. All of these thoughts ran through her mind as she turned from him to head back to the kitchen. Certainly, he was formidable. He stood nearly a head higher than even the tallest of elfin folk. His terse, simple bearing could be perceived by some to be surliness or even hostility. Yet Wren's keen perception told her he meant no rudeness. He was only a hungry man looking for sustenance and a little comfort. She also understood that wherever he went, he was sure to face these rumors which preceded his people. Soon the stew was bubbling away on the stove, and she scooped some into a wide earthen bowl. The helping was generous, a larger serving than most she offered patrons. But her guest was sizable, and so too was his hunger, she wagered. The rolls she baked for the day ahead had just come out of the oven, so she broke off two of these and set them on a tray with the steaming bowl. She emerged from the kitchen just as the man drained the last of the spiced cider. She took some pleasure in seeing how his eyes widened at the sight of the food she carried. The acorn was well known for its fare. Wren knew well that the power of food made with care and love went far beyond simple sustenance. She set down the tray and scooped up his mug fluidly, and spoke as he immediately set to feasting. I'll be back with some more cider in a jiff. More steaming cider was ladled into the mug, 
and she mused that such a guest as the bar's wall was ideal for a quiet, cool morning such as this. He wasn't too chatty, his needs were simple, and he was unlikely to loiter or dawdle. She emerged and set the mug down in front of him, and he nodded a hasty thanks as the bread and stew continued to disappear into his wide mouth. Wren leaned against the back counter behind the bar where the man ate. She took a sip from her own mug of cider, enjoying the sweet warmth. You missed all the excitement, you know, she said after a time. The barswall raised an eye, though he did not stop eating. Just a few days earlier, Alyssa Lannan herself stopped through this town, traveling as she was on her lord's tour. The barswall had stopped chewing, and had a look of marked puzzlement on his face. Queen Alyssa Lannan, sovereign ruler of the Green Country, lady of 1,000 summers? The man nodded gently at this, though it was clear the name and title meant little to him. Queen, you say? Ah, imagine that. He did his best to feign an interest in the news, but Wren could see he gave little care to such matters. She watched as he mopped up the remnants of the dark venison stew with a chunk of bread held gingerly between his colossal fingers. His meal finished, he wiped his stubbly face with a handkerchief and took a long sip of his cider. Cool morning today, eh? Aye, replied the barswall. The fog can't make tracking any easier, said Wren. Nay, but then again, not many things do he replied, and the faintest hint of a smile brightened his serious face for a moment. Uh, how much? he asked. Four coppers, said Wren. Then... Wait here a moment. He fished some coins from one of the countless pouches that adorned his vest, and she disappeared once more into the kitchen. She emerged moments later with a small bundle, several more rolls, which she handed to the man. Something for the road. Orthello was surprised and went to take more coins from his pouch to add to those he had left on the table. No charge. My name's Wren. You're welcome back any time. The barswall nodded and spoke a simple thank you. Then he stood and turned to go. He reached the door and pulled it open, but then looked back towards Wren. I am Orthello and then it seemed he did not know what else to say. So he simply said, Good day. And then he disappeared into the whiteness of the bright foggy day that lay outside the door to the acorn. Wren smiled as she cleared the dishes from the bar. She could serve a queen or a wandering hunter. It was all the same to her. She hoped that someday she might see that bar's wall once more. If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country.
Thanks for listening.